0: hi everyone welcome to the let me tell you in the podcast it is wista welcome to the podcast where we talk about the shit that i want to talk about not what you want to talk about because we talked about what you want to talk about you be here but you're not fucking here if you are a new listener welcome if you're an og you're part of the wista gang welcome back if you're a secret admirer reveal yourself and if you think i'm talking shit about you that's why you decide to click on this i probably am i'm gonna be honest i probably am um life update you guys i feel like i don't have really much when it comes to life update i feel like um 2023 like last episode is a year change a lot of twists and turns when it comes to like my company my job i feel like every single fucking week there's always like a scandal or a revelation so we'll just see what happens honestly but either way just know we got like um company reviews coming up so Best believe i went in on somebody's fucking um company review so we'll see what happens with that but either way we are drafting our escape plan and making sure we get the fuck out because we do not have time for that folks are dropping like flies and that's a sign too so we'll see what happens but it really does go to show you sometimes when you're in like an environment that you don't necessarily like it really does mess with your mental health like if you do not like your job Sometimes it will definitely display through your work. And I think one thing I definitely want to cover is the fact that like mediocrity is celebrated within like some workplaces. And it's like, wow. So some people can get away with being mediocre, bland, and basic as fuck. But some of us have to jump through hoops and shit like that just to even get ign- not even like acknowledgement, but like even be put up for like a fucking promotion. Like, what the fuck? And the amount of like favoritism you see when like people act like, oh yeah, no, we don't have favorites. Bitch, there are obvious favorites, especially when y'all be favoring motherfuckers who don't do their fucking work or try to make other people do their work for them. Like, bitch, how the fuck are you even here? Are you lazy? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing throughout the day? What are you doing? Please stop it. And I can't stand like motherfuckers like to micromanage. Like, I will say this every single time when somebody tries to micromanage me. I go and snitch on your ass. I'm sorry because you be doing the same thing for me, and I don't have time for that. And another thing too is, um, people you work with not your friends. They're not. They're not your friends. You might meet some folks that you can definitely be friends with that you can trust, but still, a lot of these motherfuckers not your friends, and they be gunning for you. And even if you're like in the bottom of the total pole, just know that the middleman be hating on your ass too because they know damn well you could definitely surpass them so be mindful of that wow look at me going on a fucking rant let me not do that i think the moral of the story when it comes to like my career rants or just like work is um working with somebody else is just not for me i think i've accepted that like i am not a nine-to-five person but one thing i'll say is i'll never shade a nine-to-five because i don't know if you guys know the one song called um options by the uk group nsg where they say you want to make a mill nine to five is not an option you can definitely make a meal if you work a nine to five it's just all about how you're gonna work through it and how you're gonna like invest your shit into it but either way it's honestly up to you of like what you can tolerate you can't tolerate but for recently for me seeing mediocrity seeing people get away with certain things and it's like bro i can't even do half the shit just because i'm gonna get judged for not only my skin tone but also for my gender i don't have time for that bullshit what the fuck fuck that shit and then all the time that we have to be like specifically i'm talking about the experience of being a black woman if you can relate i'm happy you can if you can't bitch just fucking listen it's sometimes too is i feel like we always have to be happy go lucky we always have to do this shit we always have to be um as if we have no emotions i can literally let's say for example i'm talking like this yeah totally if i change my tone to wow okay i have that means i have an attitude no, I don't, bitch. I just am fed up with your bullshit. Like, get over it, bitch. But I'm gonna stop with my rant right here because if I keep going, I'll do a whole fucking episode complaining about shit. But either way, your gut will never lie to you. That's what I'm gonna say. If the environment is off, you'll be off somehow, way. Like, that's how I feel. Like, personally, for me right now, I feel like are certain things a little bit off. But I feel like, like I talked in last episode, I talked about change. Just like I was saying before, change does get uncomfortable and change does make you notice certain things that need to be taken out your life. So that's what it is. So be mindful of your environment, because definitely if you're in a toxic situation or if you're just dealing with some freaking mess, your body will tell you, hey, you're not getting rid of this. So I'm going to keep giving you signals until you have a wake up call and reality check to fix this because it's not working out right now. So, for example, if you're in a friendship where you are constantly feeling drained or you feel like you are putting that person's emotions onto yourself that's a sign they gotta go sorry we do not do freaking spiritual vampires we do not do those type of types of folks no not at all and just even for that like i'll even go in about myself i'm an empath sometimes i put on other people's emotions on myself and i get so mad at myself sometimes i'm like why do i feel like this And then I realized, oh, wait, somebody came and trauma dumped on me. And what does that do to me? It fucks up with my week or my day. And it sucks. But sometimes, too, is it's like some people come to you because they know that you'll listen and hear them out. But then I think to myself is who can I go to when I have my days? Like, hello, please check on your strong friends. Like, I am honored that people do come to me because they trust me with their um, emotions. They trust me. They feel very trustworthy of me i fully appreciate that but damn man like can y'all ask me about myself too because i'm going through it just as much as y'all are (laughs) but either way i'm gonna keep saying this your body will tell you when you are in some type of like mess if you are in a toxic workplace you'll feel it if you're in a relationship that you're not meant to be with you'll feel it it's all about are you willing to listen to those triggers and get the fuck out Or are you willing to stay in there and be comfortable? Because in the end of it, too, is comfortability really just um, hold us back. And I can also say this and just to add this before we get on to the full topics. I know I've been like dragging it, but bringing it back to how your body will physically show folks you're going through it. Like when you're in a situation where you're not happy, you're either in like a friendship where it's like one sided or, you know, one side of a relationship, or you just feel like shit is not working out, people see it through you. They can see it visually through you. I had a friend who's currently going through something in a relationship, and I saw her, and I was like, girl, you do not look like you have life in you. You look drained out. Like, I can physically tell. Even if you're trying to crack a smile, you look drained out, and something needs to be fixed. That's just simply what it is. There needs to be a solution to the problem. Okay, well, that was a whole ass rant. And I guess I had a motivational speaking moment. But let's get on to these fucking topics. Let's talk about the fucking Oscars, you guys. The Oscars happened during the weekend. I didn't even realize the Oscars happened. I really was not. You know what? The Oscars are just like an award show I don't really check for because it's like, I don't watch the movies that are nominated. And half of the time, too, is like, even when it comes to songs, I never heard those songs other than that Rihanna song. Um, but I'm happy that freaking filmmakers and actors of color are getting their notoriety. Yes, we're going to talk about the whole Angela Bassett situation when it comes to the fashion. Um, it's going to be hit or miss regardless of what it is. And I think I told you guys last um year during the, uh, the past Oscars that when it comes to red carpets, you can attend a red carpet. If you have a publicist, you can attend a red carpet in Oscars red carpet doesn't mean you're gonna be at the show because I remember a lot of people were shook up when Black China was at the Oscars you guys are like what the fuck you no know, she has a really good publicist so you just do red carpets just to do it like some people really just go to the red carpets and then they go home but going on to the show I know a lot of people are talking about best supporting actress and how Jamie Lee Curtis won that award over Angela Bassett and how the whole internet was trying to come after Angela Bassett because she sat down and and didn't clap or anything and what like I said earlier why is it that specifically when it comes to black women I'm talking about being a black woman if you can relate to it you can relate if you can't just listen or bitch freaking click out you know what to do honey but why is it that some of us have to be gracious and all happy and go happy go lucky for these folks when you had another actress who just sat there and was shook up as well but I d- I know people did bring that up, but still, um, hello. If you're thinking about you got nominated for a fucking Oscar, this is like a monumental moment, especially for a character that you're playing, which is not a the fucking stereotype that's usually given to folks that look like us. You're gonna be shook up that you didn't win because think about it. Majority of like black actors who won Oscars, mainly portrayed stereotypes. Have we seen? an actor an actress specifically a black actor and actress because I'm black bitch so I'm gonna be talking about my experience have we ever seen like a black character that's just regular living their lives where it's portrayed by an actress win an award I can't think of any Lupita Nyong'o won for 12 um 12 years a slave freaking Halle Berry Monsters Ball where shoots all over Billy Bob Thornton girl what okay thank you but still think about that why is it the fact that y'all are coming for angela but it's like um y'all know how it feel like if you were sitting there still but and then again too i don't really care about the oscars it's just a bunch of millionaires gathering together and having their little award ceremony and i say this all the damn time every single fucking year we as a collective get mad at these fucking award shows and don't realize those award shows were not meant for us let's be real There has been countless times where we go into these award shows like the Grammys, the Oscars, or even like, you know, even the Emmys with high expectations that they're going to get it right. You know what? I Let me bring let me actually retract my statement. The Emmys has got it right. Sometimes I'll say this as a POC, specifically if you're black, because bitch, I'm black. I got to say it again. You have a better chance of winning an Emmy over an Oscar. The Emmys have gotten it right a couple times. The Academy at the Emmys. I don't know what it is y'all be getting it together the grammys you know what i'll say you've got a better chance for the grammys because yes you have more of your peers who look like you to vote for you but still when it comes to the oscars let's be real you saw majority of the people in that room they're the ones voting and i think i've said this so many times when it comes to these award shows it is a popularity contest sometimes to a certain extent it's about your relationships with these people we've heard countless of times Where some people use politics, not literal politics of like Republicans, Democrats, you know what? So maybe some people do, but where they will take members from the academy out to lunch, they'll buy them gifts, a little bribery here and there. If you're not willing to kiss some ass, you might not get the award, depending on the category. Like I'm thinking, didn't Monique talk about like how during that Oscar run, there was like a lot of politics and shit like that. I could be incorrect, but definitely check that out because I remember she did like speak about something like that, allegedly, but that's all a legend in my opinion. But still, every single award season, we always have these things. And then we had this conversation of, oh, we need to go to the BET Awards. We need to go to the NAACP Awards, the Soul Train Awards. Start giving those platforms more views. Let's actually boost it up. I know we like to clown and make jokes, but let's push for those shows even more. Let's get those A listers back there. I get it. They might not want to show up, but it's like, girl, why are you wasting makeup in your outfit just to be at the Oscars? Kiki, haha. Yes, it's an amazing networking opportunity, but then it's like moments like this where it's like, okay. But I will say, Jamie Lee Curtis, her win was a career win. That's it. It was a moment for the Nepo babies. If you don't know what a Nepo baby is, nepo baby is basically someone who benefits from nepotism Every, well, to a extent, some people do benefit from nepotism depending on the industry but we're mainly talking about um the entertainment business the fact that she stood there and was like my parents are both nominated for oscars it's like wow um i don't know how relatable that will be but good for you girl it's crazy y'all really let the lady from the activia commercial and freaky friday win you know what let me shut up because i know somebody's gonna come for me but still congrats jamie lee curtis you know what you basically are giving these nepo babies the ways of how they really gotta use their nepotism so i can't even be mad like i can't even be mad you took that damn nepotism and rode with it so congrats to you bitch you got an oscar but I will say I did like that. Um, there are definitely iconic historical moments for Asian American actors, and I think that was very much needed because we do know that there is a lack of representation for Asian Americans in Hollywood. So seeing those wins, and also too, seeing how like a woman who's a little bit more mature winning an award, improving that. Hey, um, in Hollywood, you could be older and still have a fucking career. So. Breaking those barriers it's nice to see that but either way um oscars it is what it is and they kept referencing to this damn fight and the damn slap y'all should be grateful that slap fucking happened because nobody was really checking for that show and the views went up because people wanted to see what the hell was going to happen i don't condone violence but still that did help with the views bringing it back to the fashion i know a lot of people were talking about thames's outfit this is my opinion um the outfit was nice looked amazing on her I do wish that the freaking veil on top of her head was like detachable just for me but my opinion is the designer should have done a better job with getting that together because we do know like the flowy veilish looks are back in when it comes to like red carpet styles but still it's like I feel bad for anybody who's sitting behind her ass because you was not gonna see shit but hey, that caught people's attention and terms is a Gemini, y'all just never know what to expect with them and Gemini's, y'all be messy as fuck. Mm. Okay, before I end this, I will say this, the Oscars really had its peak and will forever be my favorite moment was when 3-6 Mafia won best song for It's Hard I Here For a Pimp. Because if you go and watch that video where DJ Paul, Juicy J, and all the other members of 3-6 Mafia at that time popped up on that damn stage. People fucking looked shocked to see them on stage. But you can see how grateful and how happy 36 Mafia generally was just to win that award. And just also seeing all like the black celebrities all excited and standing ovations for them while all the other like white celebrities were just like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, like how the heck did they win? But it was just nice seeing like folks like um. Terrence Howard, John Singleton, even Halle Berry celebrating their win like that was just such an iconic moment. And I had to go rewatch that. I was like, bro, wow, that was like one of the best moments they had for the Oscars. But then after that, they're like, oh, we gonna be careful, with y'all niggas. But either way, let's just end it right here. The Oscars, you get what you get with them. I'm just gonna keep saying it. Stop going to these award shows with high expectations that they are going to be woke or try to fit in society standards or what we see on the internet and that they're gonna fit to make sure they don't get canceled bitch you're not gonna do that shit y'all need to talk to the academy or what you guys really need to do is find out who is part of the academy and who's what how like the voting process goes when it comes to that because that's the only way you can do it go where you're celebrated not where you're tolerated that's it okay next topic let's talk about some music um first things first rest in peace to south african artist costa titch if you don't listen to i piano you guys know i love me some i piano costa was actually also recently signed to akon's label if you guys don't know the song big flexa oh you're missing out if you don't know that a song, song that is a fucking good ass song i think i've been bumping it for quite a while so give that man his streams but he actually passed away after collapsing on stage and now that's like opening the door for people to talk about like how artists need to like take breaks or even like what went wrong I guess allegedly what they're saying now is that he had epilepsy and he had an epileptic um trigger so that's what they're saying but I don't know if you guys knew what happened last year in Paris this Haitian artist named Mika Ben he actually passed away on stage. My sister was actually at that concert, so it's she even let me know like it was just a shockful moment to the point where it's like damn, like the his family witnessing passing away on camera but then also like the fans witnessing that moment and not truly knowing what the heck is going on. So it's definitely sad to see that happen and when it comes to like Coastich, we just got to pray for family, condolences to them and it's definitely gonna be interesting to see how Amapiano Piano is definitely going to develop, especially since Amma Piano has definitely been gravitating and catching the attention from many people around the world. And I can definitely hear the influence in certain records in America now. So it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with that. And I think some folks are saying that recently another South African artist passed away. So you already know the conspiracy theorists were like, Oh, people are selling their souls. We don't know, but they're saying this young man passed away from epilepsy. He was only, like, 27, 28. That is still young. I don't know if it's from, like, the flashing lights or if it's just from exhaustion because he fell down and he was able to, like, move around again and then fell down again. So, definitely, if you feel exhausted or you feel like you're not feeling good, don't even try to, like, perform a show or anything like that. But also talking about, like, epilepsy, um when it comes to like concerts and like the flashing lights i'm sorry i it's not for me i'm sorry once y'all start having like the the lights all over the place i start covering my eyes and i'm like bro mm -mm, this is too much this is too much for my attention which i'm starting to think should concerts have like designated sunglasses should people be more mindful and letting folks know before they buy tickets hey we're gonna have a bunch of flashing lights Like there needs to be something done because I'm pretty sure there had to be somebody getting sued for having like a bunch of flashing lights at their show. Or is there like a disclaimer? I would love to know that. But still rest in peace to him. But let's get on to the rap girls. I feel like every week we talk about the rap girls. And, um, we're going to be talking about Dochi and Lola Brooke and how they are actually kind of beefing. If you don't know who Dochi is, I've talked about her so many fucking times on this show. She's an artist signed to TDE, which is the label that has Kendrick Lamar, Absol, SZA on their roster. She is from Tampa, Florida. She calls herself the Swamp Princess. Her, one of her biggest hits is actually Persuasive. You've heard it on TikTok. It's an amazing song another song she has is crazy that song definitely is my shit and it caused a lot of drama on the internet because of the music video and i think it was like banned from youtube for like a certain extent of time because of like the nudity although there was no nipple or no vag showing so it is what it is but she got beef with lola brooke if you don't know who lola brooke is don't play with it don't play with don't play with it yes her she's from brooklyn um some people say that she sound like pop smoke a little bit but that's really up to you and she called herself the gator bitch which i'm like uh, i uh, i'm like girl you from brooklyn we ain't got no gators in new york but then again nobody want to be like called the rat or a pigeon but still they're having an argument about who should be claiming the gator when it comes to this i'm gonna I'm gonna have to side with Dochi for this because it makes sense for her being from Tampa, Florida and calling herself the Swamp Bench because think about Florida, all those damn gators and swamps. Like it makes sense when it comes to like Lola Brooke, I'd rather her do some shit like oh the concrete, like, you know, something with concrete because, you know, the concrete jungle and like concrete is hard. And when she's rapping, she'd be hard. So that's just my opinion when it comes to like music wise. I'll probably stream Dochi first before I stream Lola Brooke. Because Lola Brooke's catalog, yes, it's nice. But it's like, okay, I like it. But still, I still need to see some artist development. But I think she definitely, like, personality-wise, she has it on lock. Definitely, she just needs to work with her team more. Just keep pushing out more music and do what she needs to do. And it's funny how both of them are, like, polar opposites to a certain extent. Dochi was bigging up Nicki Minaj. Um, Lola Brooke was what working with Kim when it came to like that one performance which I guess they're trying to say that like Lola Brooke is trying to work with Nicki I'm sorry the minute you start working with N- little Kim that Nicki Minaj chance, that's out the door that's out the door I just have to say this and I'm a barb any single time you go just like somebody Nicki may have beef with just just know you, there's there's a chance you might not get that feature that's just simply what it is It's going to be interesting to see who Nicki works with because Dochi and Nicki could definitely do a song together, especially if Nicki gets into like her Roman bag. That would be so interesting. I could see that happening. And then just to bring that up, Ice Spice might be having a song with Nicki, you guys. It's going to be interesting to say that because the New York Times has said, Ice Spice is the princess of rap. Let me say one more time. The New York Times has crowned I Spice as the princess of rap let that sink in okay um this is what i'm gonna say i'm here for the Ice Spice movement right now do what you gotta do collect your money make your coins i still think she's gonna be like Lil Nas X have that impact from the internet and then just be a socialite for a bit maybe put out some couple songs but this is just her moment just like how Koi LaRae had her moment this is I Spice's moment but right now she needs to make the um the right moves of who to collaborate with and who to, um, who to work with. But I feel like just in general, she does like the cute girl, princess. Yes, I'm a passenger princess girl. You're going to do this and that. I'm here for it because if you think about it, um, and I have to say this, iSpice got more bars than Sweetie. I Spice is doing everything Sweetie should have been doing. I said it. Yes, iSpice is doing everything Sweetie should have been doing. I'm not saying Sweetie doesn't have it. But the trajectory that I Spice has right now is kind of what we wanted to see for Sweetie because Sweetie did the whole Icy Girl era. That was amazing. That's what we kept wanting to see. But we'll see what happens. But I'm going to keep saying it. Ice Spice, bodying Lotto, bodying Sweetie too. I have to bring up Sweetie because ma'am, where is this music? You did have that one album. And was it an album or was it EP? Either way, it flopped. That's it. And especially, sweetie, you're kind of like you're kind of nepple, baby. Your cousin's Gabriel Union, and your cousin is Zaytoven, who was like one of Future's head producers. Take advantage of that, okay? Also, you know what? Since we are talking about Ice Spice, and I did like go on a little sweetie rant, I'm gonna say this: that um video with Northwest and Ice Spice and all that mess, I could see why Kanye was saying that shit. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie that was the only thing I agreed with Kanye was that shit like girl why you got your kid dressed up like Ice Spice and I'll say this just by what I'm noticing and I've said this before we're in the authenticity era we are in the authenticity era we are at the point where we're calling out people and when it comes to the Kardashians I think folks are getting tired of them folks are getting tired of it and I know they're trying to transition the fame to their kids but it's like um since we know the antics you're going to get called out for this shit even more and I've been noticing that we're slowly letting actual talent into the industry and I think I've said this before in like past episodes where like although a lot of people deemed like Glorilla and Ice Spice as like 15 minutes of fame, Glorilla's here to stay. Ice Spice is here to stay too. The thing is, and I got to say it, Ice Spice do got some bars. You just have to read between the lines. I know that's so off topic, but I have to say, Ice Spice does have some bars. You just gotta Google them. Like, damn. Maybe I need to stop listening to her music. But either way, um, I still think northwest should not be hanging out with Ice Spice. That doesn't make sense. And why do you got her listen to the music? Because y'all know them lyrics. <sighs> okay. And you know what? Let me not be hypocritical because I was listening to messy ass music at her age too. But still, Kimberly, stop it. And you know what? Let me not even judge people's parenting. I ain't got no kids, and I'm out here trying to judge this lady's parenting. Do what you got to do but Kanye. This is your karma. This is your karma, Kanye. You knew what you were marrying into. You knew what you was doing when you stuck your peen in her. That's on you, not on us. You know what I just realized? I never told y'all about how I got dinged at work because I had some ass out. I was just wearing my regular clothes. I guess I was showing too much ass tell me how i get pulled to the side they're like oh you know do you have like a jacket like i'm thinking to myself is ma'am majority of the men here we like the same thing we both like peen they're not checking for me what the fuck she's like yes but you know we have to make sure like we are just like you know covered up a bit i said ma'am i got a whole fucking sweater on and i got some jeans on it is not my fault my ass is poking these fucking pants that is not my fault. If you want to, go talk to my fucking lineage and tell them about fucking genetics. I don't know what else to fucking tell you. But I was so annoyed that day, but it was so weird how I got deemed at work. I said, Why are you sexualizing me, ma'am? Mm, not my fault, I got ass. And that little sound bite is me kissing my teeth cuz I feel like some people don't know the difference of like kissing your teeth but that that's what I did for the folks who may not know what the fuck that noise was. Thank you. But let's end this episode with a message of the week. I know this episode was all over the place. I'm sorry you guys. Things have been all crazy. I'll do I'll do better next time, okay? I'll do better next time. I promise. But I think the message of the week is pay attention to your dreams because your dreams will give you messages and signs that certain things are coming into your life. Get a dream journal, write that down so you can pay attention because I'm telling you, everything will come in full circle for you. You just have to be patient. And I also have to say this, we have to have patience when we want things to come into our lives. I know it sucks waiting and it is so hard, especially when we're in a society where things just to pop up, just sadly with divine timing, you don't get to um, control that timeline. So I'll say this. You need to let go of control because sometimes you mess things up for yourself. And I can say this too. Um, one of the most important things is, especially for people who overthink, stop overthinking the outcome and just go for it. I get it you're afraid and you want that control but sometimes when you let go of control of certain things you really get those answers that you deserve and you get the outcome that you always wanted so let go of control and practice patience I know it's hard to do but I believe in you thank you so much for listening to the let me tell you the podcast it is Wista you can find this podcast on Spotify Apple, SoundCloud, Google Play, um, wherever you found it is where you gotta follow it. Send me an email. You got questions, I got answers. You just wanna send me some love. I appreciate that too. I'll answer you back. I'm one of those folks. I answer back and I be in the comments. Okay, thank you. You can follow me on Instagram at it's Wista, itswista. I T S W I S T A. You can follow this podcast on TikTok at let me taste in the pod um what else do we have to say um guys I'll be back next week with some updates ah shit I gotta tell y'all about the damn fucking event that I had but we'll talk about that next week because we, yeah we're at like the fucking 30 minute mark and I'm not trying to talk no more than 30 minutes so you guys I will make sure to let you guys know about the event yes the event went well but guess what man the mess the fucking mess but you guys I gotta go bye